the Son, and the Holy Spirit forever. Amen. So, um, Christmas is 41 days away. So, just from today, 41 days. So, November is here. Before we know it, December, right around the corner. So, Christmas, we're just preparing, right? And so, we're preparing for Christmas. And Christmas, what is it? We all know it's Jesus' birthday. And for people we love, we buy them gifts. So, from now, we have 41 days to ask ourselves, what do I plan to give Jesus for his birthday? And so, this is an opportunity. And I'm going to tell you what Jesus wants for his birthday, You can thank me later when you get to heaven. Be like, thank you. Give me a shout out. Father Brian, thanks for looking out for me. What Jesus wants for his birthday is he wants a cleansed temple. What does that mean? Well, Jesus mentions in the gospel today that he cleansed the temple. And for a Jewish person, it depends. We have to understand what a temple is. The temple for a Jewish person is where God lives, where God dwells. So as a Jew, if I want to pray, I want to worship God, I go to the temple to find God. And so Jesus walks into the temple today, and what does he see? He sees greedy traitors. We don't know exactly what other types of sin besides greed that's taken place in the temple. So Jesus goes in and he cleanses the temple. And that's what it took place today. And so we have to ask ourselves today, we too are temples of God. If a temple is where God dwells, when we were baptized, we received the Holy Spirit in our soul. Oftentimes when we pray, we look up. But we should be looking within. God is here, not up there. And so when we talk about a temple, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit because God lives here. It says God lives here. God wants a cleansed temple with no sin for his birthday present. St. Paul actually confirms this. He's talking to the Corinthians and St. Paul says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit which is in you, whom you have from God? And that you, you are not your own anymore. So again, brothers and sisters, through our baptism, we are walking temples of God. And so we, can, what, we have to think about what contaminates a temple, and we saw it, sin, through the gospel today. And so in order for us to give Jesus a clean and cleansed temple, we got to get rid of sin. How do we prevent Jesus? How do we actually present Jesus with this temple, this cleansed temple? We have 41 days. It starts today. Should have started a long time ago. But it starts today. We have to ask ourselves how do I cleanse this temple, this God that dwells within me? How do I give Jesus Christ for his birthday a cleansed temple? How do I do that? And the answer is confession. And you may be saying, I hope this whole homily today is not about confession, and it's not. Confession has many different reasons, different meanings. Confession, yes, when we go to confession, we have serious sin on our soul, and we go to confession, we are cleansing our temple. We're getting rid of sin, which defiles this God that's within us. We know that, right? But we may be thinking, Father, I go to confession often, and I still seem to be committing the same sins over and over again. Does it work? Is it working? And the answer is yes, of course it's working. But brothers and sisters, we are being reactive rather than being proactive when it comes to our sins which defile us, God's temple. Right? When I go to confession, because I've committed a serious sin, I'm being reactive. I am reacting to the sin I've committed, so I wait in line and I go to confession with a priest. But we need to be proactive. I don't just wait until I fall and then go to confession. If I'm proactive in my confession then my, 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 my temple will be defiled less and I'll have to go less 
amount of times to confession. What, is, what do I mean by that? Again, what it looks like is we should be confessing throughout our day. We should be confessing to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, throughout our day. I go to the gym, I see somebody I'm attracted to. Jesus Christ, I just want to confess right now in my heart, whether I can say it out loud, I want to, I want to confess right now Jesus Christ. I want to confess that I'm having a little bit of lust in my heart right now. I just saw somebody I'm very attractive to, attracted to. So I want to confess that. If we talked this way throughout our day, if we confessed on a regular basis every hour, then the small, venial, lustful thought I had doesn't grow throughout the day, throughout the whole entire day, because once you feed something, it grows. If I'm feeding my tiny little thought of lust that I had earlier in the day at the gym, if I'm thinking about it later and then I get to work and I see someone else I'm attracted to and then later on and then before I know it, I'm at night and I got my phone in my hand and we know what happens from there. When you feed something, it grows. But if I'm confessing throughout my day, Lord Jesus Christ, I just want to confess right now, Lord, you're my Lord, you're my Savior, and I just want to confess this anger. That's a confession. If I, if I, if I actually do this throughout my day, again, I will go to confession less. We have to be proactive about confession, not reactive. So how often during our day? If I say that prayer, if I confess 50 times a day to Jesus, that's a prayer. I am praying throughout my day. I am cleansing my temple to ensure that nothing gets in which is going to contaminate it. So that's what I mean by confession, not just a regular confession, but in reality, we should be confessing throughout our day. Brothers and sisters, if we don't name it, we can't tame it. It has a name, lust, anger, gossip, fill in the blank. If we're not naming it throughout our day, then we can't tame it. That's the problem. We got 41 days to get this together. After 41 days, we continue to give Jesus this gift of a clean and cleansed temple. Besides confessing our sins proactively, the second thing we do and the last thing is we must confess the lie attached to the sin if we want to give Jesus a cleansed temple for his birthday. Right? So brothers and sisters, we have to see this. We sin because we're wounded. Nobody wakes up, I'm in a great mood, life is good, family's getting along, finances are good, I passed my exam, and I want to grab my phone and look at something inappropriate. It doesn't work that way. When we sin, lust, anger, gossip, comparison, fill in the blank, it's because we're wounded. We're not in a good place. So rather than tending to our wounds, what do we do? We fall into sin. We defile our temple. We hurt ourselves, and then we hurt God. And so we have to tend to our wounds. Wounds from our past still cause us pain and suffering until today, as much as we say, no, I'm good. Yes, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I, that doesn't bother me anymore. But what do we do? We just push it down, push it down in our subconscious. And before we know it, if we don't look at our behavior now, 30, 20, 10 years later, why are we doing what we're doing? Why are we sinning in the way that we're sinning? Is because I've pushed down my trauma. I've pushed down my wounds. I've pushed down my rejection. I've pushed down the sexual abuse. I've pushed down the absent father. I've pushed down the divorce. And I pretend everything is fine and it's not. Pushing it down doesn't work. Pushing it down makes me act out in sin. If we want to cleanse our temple, brothers and sisters, we need to listen to our wounds. We're also very wounded. For example, the, 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 the wound of rejection, right? Rejection can be something from the past, like an absent father. Maybe my father was there physically, but he's an addict. 
Maybe my father was there physically, but he worked too much. Maybe he wasn't there physically. Maybe he just walked out. I feel rejected as a child. And through that rejection, I start to believe lies about myself today. Maybe it's not an absent father. Maybe it's rejection from a job. I, I, I'm a good candidate for this job, and I go and apply for the job, and they pick somebody else. It's a form of rejection. So whether it's an absent father, something from the past, whether it's a current rejection from the current situation, a broken relationship, a job I didn't get, though that rejection leads me to believe lies. Lies like I'm not blank enough. Fill in the blank. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not blank enough is the lie. Or I'm not loved, or I'm not valued or important, or nobody wants or desires me since my own father didn't desire or want me. The wound of rejection leads us to believe lies, and these lies then make us sin. We think we just sin for no reason. No, brothers and sisters. We sin because we're wounded, and Jesus wants our wounds so we can be presented to ourselves. We can present Him with this beautiful gift of ourselves on His birthday. But if we're not bringing the sin to Him, we just remain. And we wonder why nothing changes. And we have to immediately confess that. Right? Sins. Again, the sins, we have to admit, we have to, we have to immediately confess that when I say confession. In the name of Jesus, I reject the lie that I'm not loved or valued. That's another type of confession. Again, confession back there with a priest, yes. Confessing proactively throughout my days so the small thing doesn't grow into something big, yes. Confessing the lie attached to the sin, yes. This is how we keep our temple very clean. And I would say this is probably one of the most important homilies I'll give you. When I leave and whenever that time is, we all want to get rid of sin. Not just during Christmas, forever. Sin gets away of, in the way of our relationship with Jesus. Sin can take away our salvation. We want to get rid of sin. We have to look at our wounds. Our wounds lead to lies, and our lies then leads to the sin. Rather than trying to figure out, I got to give this up, I got to give this up, I got to give this up, dig deep. What's the wound? What are the lies attached to the wound which lead me to sin? Get to the root of what's going on, brothers and sisters. And the two confessions that I talked about, confessing proactively and also confessing the lie, go together at one time because they're always connected. And it sounds something like this, Lord Jesus, I confess the lustful thought that I had when I saw this person at the gym. Also, I renounce the lie in the name of Jesus that I'm believing, which is I'm not loved or valued. If you don't know your lie, ask the Holy Spirit, what is my lie? Why do I look at pornography? Why do I do the inappropriate things that I do? Why? Why? It's a lie. Holy Spirit, what is the lie? Tell me. Reveal it to me. Because I want to be a cleansed temple for Jesus. If we don't ask, we will never know. Then we just come back to confession every week with the same sin over and over and over. And nothing changes. Because we don't know the lie. So get to the lie and the sin will work itself out. And so, brothers and sisters, like I was saying, when we do this daily, when we're confessing proactively and we're rejecting the lie in the name of Jesus, this is a prayer. If we're doing this throughout our day, we're giving Jesus small presence each day starting today until we get to Christmas Day, which we present ourselves as the big gift, which is a cleansed temple. 
And so in today's gospel, Jesus cleansed the temple, and we too are temples of the Holy Spirit, since the Holy Spirit dwells in us from our baptism. And so for his birthday, Jesus wants a cleansed temple from us. One day, one way to give Jesus a cleansed temple for his birthday is to practice confessing our sins proactively rather than reactively, and also confessing the lies we believe from our wounds, which lead us to sin. Brothers and sisters, many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul? A soul which is preparing from now to give Jesus a cleansed temple with no sin because they're going to confess proactively and also confess the lies attached to the wounds. Or will Jesus find a soul? Or will Jesus find a soul which will say to Jesus what he heard the day he was born in Bethlehem when he wanted a place to dwell? Sorry, Jesus, there is no room here for you. Brothers and sisters, we have a very important, beautiful decision to make. So sit here for a minute and make a decision. Amen?